Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Hawk Week podcast. I'm Hawk Week editor Matthew Appleby and today I'm with plant breeder Peter Moore who has been creating new plants for 40 years. He started work at Hillier in 1960 with some legendary Hillier propagators. In 1997 he left Hillier's to become propagator at Longstock Park Nursery in Hampshire and he's still responsible for the national collection of Budlia held at the nursery and is also a member of the RHS Hardy Plant Trial Committee. So Hello, Peter. How are you doing? Oh, fine. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me onto the programme. No, and it's great to have you on. Um, now, tell me about your career journey. Well, my journey, I was very fortunate while working in the Hilly Propagation in the early 70s, and that time responsible for the seed and cuttings that arrived on a near daily basis from botanical gardens and nurseries, plant collectors like Sir Harold Hillier and Roy Lancaster. In one consignment of seed of Choicea Arizonica, from Sally Walker, Southwest USA. I was inspired by Peter Dummer, the Hillier great propagator and plant breeder, who showed and monitored me in the skills of plant breeding. So I made my first hybrid, and Pete Dummer came up with the name Choicea Aztec Pearl. Brilliant. So was that your greatest success? Yes, that was my greatest and first success. The first hybrid of the genus launched at Chelsea in 1989, pride a place on the monument, Hillier's stand, and coverage in all the reading newspapers of the day in their gardening section. Excellent. Oh, those are the days. So how do you breed plants? I um, spend hundreds of hours plant breeding. All the flowers, all the stamens are carefully removed from the flowers before I pollinate them with pollen and cover them with a pollinating bag. Nothing is left to chance. Excellent. So what plant has been the most rewarding for you? Um, choices. Um, basically, I raised with Aztec Pearl, the first hybrid of the genus, and then carried on and, in fact, have introduced six choices over the last uh, few years. 
Oh, yeah. Now, can we just talk about the state of British plant breeding? Um, so I'm just interested to know your, your insight after so many decades um, in that sector. Well, it'd um, be interesting to know um, how many of the 19 or so plants shortlisted each year for the RHS plant of the year are still available um, in garden centres. Choice Sun Dance or Aztec Pearl is still available in garden centres after 30 years, so I doubt very few of these 19 or so each year are still available. So, Super Rose Superstar, that was an all singing, all dancing plant a few years ago, and that's nowhere to be seen now. Oh, yeah, well, it certainly stood the test of time, some of yours. But how do you market your plants? With great difficulty at times. Not owning a nursery, it can be difficult, but I've been helped along the way by John Hedger of Newley, Neil Alcock of Salent, um, Charles Carr when he was a production manager at Low Waters, now at Hilliers, um, marketing agents, Plant Tip and Genesis, um, Plant Haven in the USA. In 40 years of plant breeding, I've raised sort of 45 plants, 25 reasonably successful and a good return on four. Ah, yes. So how do you um, get the plants out out and about there? How do you trial them? I trial all the plants in my garden um, for several years, make sure they're hardy and um, propagate them, find out what the propagation problems are of any of them. And then I send out, I've been fortunate enough over the years to find some good contacts um, by working at Hilliers through contacts through the IPS. And so now I'm able to go to the likes of John Hedger, Neil Alcock, to offer my plants and for different agents in this country and in Europe. You've got a brilliant website to help market your plants. Yes, I must be probably the only independent um, plant breeder with a web page. This enables me to um, fully describe all my plants, give stockists where the gardeners can buy them and also give comments on blogs, etc., what um, people can um, see the plants I'm offering. Um, like John Hedger said um, a few years ago, he wrote to me and he said, still think White Dazzle is the market leader of choices. Other new forms will come and go and make the little impact. It's very complimentary. So as a specialist breeder of niche crops the big breeding companies are spreading the net and working in more and more genera so where do you see the future for small scale specialist breeders like yourself i find it very i think it's going to be very very difficult obviously the big companies are spending lots and lots of money they're um going into um producing plants in the laboratory different forms of um, propagation which an amateur can't do and also will plant breeders of the future will they want to spend 20-30 hours of their own time uh, working in the evenings I somewhat doubt it no no indeed indeed so do you think there'll be specialist plant breeders in the future well possibly I mean I can't really see I think it would be mainly through nurseries and large companies that are getting bigger and bigger, more likely to be that than people actually spending many hours of their own time trying to develop new plants. So um, you mentioned COVID, but how has the impact of Brexit been for you? Have you had increased PBR costs or more costs and hassle from shipping plants? Well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's been a total disaster. I used to send 
um, plants, cuttings to plants if in Holland or Peter would come to my garden most years for trial material but that doesn't happen anymore. A few customers in the EU have asked me to supply but the cost and hassle of shipping plants it's not worth it. If I'm using I'm using Genesis more as my U UK agent now. Unless you strike gold and raise a new colour plate a plant that's going to sell in thousands for several years just have EU protection and in the UK the gentleman's agreement costs are greatly reduced so I can offer the grower a lower royalty rate both ways to operate on trust between the two parties. I have 20 plants not protected by PBR a royalty rate of 5 to 10p. This agreement is either directly with the grower or through a UK agent some selling low numbers. So another issue is, are you selecting plants that perform better in peat-free mixes? Um, not really. I've been trying to grow most of my plants peat-free for the last five years. I've had problems with some genera, i.e. choices. Um, I root my cuttings in sort of peat-pearl mix, which I find better. So what problems have you had with the choices? I just um, found them very difficult to root into the compass, which is available in garden centres. Um, there seems to be no comparison between the compass that you get in garden centres to what is commercially, what the commercial nurseries use. And like I said, a friend sort of gave me a bag recently of the commercial stuff, and within a few days, roots appeared on the choicer cuttings. They just something they didn't like in the normal garden centre rooting or growing compass. What what P three mixes do you use? Oh, just, just the, all the RHS mixes from garden centres, really. But um, I only grow, so, you know, say, four or five hundred plants a year in small um, nine-centimetre pots, so I don't need a lot, so I can't order um, direct from companies. Do you tinker with the mixes? Do you add, do you add additions? Oh, well, yeah, I add, yeah, I add, perlite, I add perlite and um, Cornish grit, granite and chippings to give it a bit more... Um, drainage to the compost. Oh yeah. So how has um, production technique changes in nurseries impacted the specialist breeder? I mean, for instance, um, some crops perform worse in peat substitute composts, whereas some perform just as well or even better. Uh, what have you found? Well, you know, say seventy-five percent. I haven't seen any difference. They've just been growing away. Um, was, like I said, I've found that choices basically. I've struggled with whether it's the um, compost and um, just one or two, but mainly sort of rutacy I've had problems with. Okay. okay, now let's look to the future. What are you seeing on the horizon? What are you breeding? What's what's the um, holy grail for you? Find a um, a yellow, what was a yellow hardy budria. There was a, a yellow budria, tender one, called um, Rue Siena Margaret Pike, which has a flower spike about... Um, 18 inches long if you could get a hardy um davidii type with yellow flowers that would be fantastic but um breeders have tried over many years but not come up with it it's like um well he ain't a golden glow but as a spike a yellow spike that would be wonderful so um basically budria prude um budria hybridization continues every year so does choices but I'm also working on uh, Escalonis, trying to get more varieties or cultivars more suitable for hedging plants, also more suitable, um, more, more compact varieties to go into the 
um, shrub border. Um, I've got several at the moment being trialled and these also will be um, going through genesis in this country. Uh, are there any of your choices you, you, which you think should be more widely grown? Yeah, our choice here, uh, Royal Lace, has very compact, nice fine foliage, flowers in the springtime. It was introduced by Charles Carr when he was production manager at Low Water Nurseries. Also, um, Gardener's World came around my garden in 2018, actually on the hottest day of the year, and uh, Joe Swift particularly liked this plant, so that was an endorsement as well. Um, I think it should be more widely grown, like I said, and it is being grown by a few more minor nurseries at the moment. What about um, your Budlier National Collection? How does that work? Well, when I, I went to, um, obviously, Longstock Nursery 25 years ago, 26 years ago, and there was a, a national collection at the nursery, um, it wasn't particularly well looked after at that time, and um, I just asked if I could become responsible for it. And so over the last 20 years, it's been expanded, and possibly one of the best um, national collections in the country. So I spend a few hours each week looking after it. And instead of writing a book on bugbears, I decided to set up a web page in similar format to my read by Peter Moore, where I can describe the 150 bugbears in the collection. Would you write a book? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the trouble with a book is the fact the pictures of the varieties all gets very dated very quickly with a web page. You can obviously got to maintain it, but you can keep all the latest varieties. You can change the information and give far more background help to um, both the professional and the amateur growers, basically, or gardeners. I see. And the, the plant finder lists nearly 300 Budlier, but you wouldn't recommend them all, would you? I, no, I certainly wouldn't. Um, there seem to be a vast number of new varieties, especially dwarf ones, coming in from the USA at the moment. And they may do well in America, but they certainly don't seem to be suitable for British growers, um, some of them um, have very large flowers, but then flowers are sort of too big for the plants. Or um, in other cases, they're supposed to be dwarf. Even the buds ones, which were originally introduced as dwarf, will, um, if if they're not pruned, get up to about a um, couple of metres, two and a half metres high. I mean, buds are very good, but they're not really dwarf as they were originally and launched as a dwarf plant. Yeah, I see. So tell me about some of the Budleys you've launched. Well, obviously, a few couple of years ago, I launched um, Budleys Berries and Cream. This is the first variegated Budleya, pink, white and purple. And certainly, it's very good at attracting butterflies. And then this year, I'm going to have a Budleya Lindriana for a fanfare. It's going to be relaunched. It was launched a couple of years ago. But um, for various reasons, production problems, um, it, it didn't continue. Anyway, for a fanfare, has purple violet flowers, like Budwea Miliana, but 95% are layers of silky double petals, strikingly beautiful. It be grown as a shrub, although it's best trained on a short one-metre stem to show off the pendulous flowers in a container on a patio being grown by Sayant Nurseries and marketed by Genesis. That sounds pretty good. Now, tell me about Hebes. Hebes, as you know, were in the Wisley trial at the moment, were all killed by the frost just last winter. Uh, not in the trial was Hebe Quartz, a dwarf midsummer 
hybrid marketed by Plant International. And so no damage. All the plants near look dead, but not this one, not a single leaf. A gem of a plant that should be more widely grown. Brilliant. Now, well, that's some brilliant recommendations. But what I want to hear is your ultimate recommendation, your favourite plants. In the Hawk Week podcast, we always ask our guests, what is their favourite plant? I think I might be able to guess what it is, but what is it, Peter? My favourite plant is Choicy White Dazzler. Because the royalty returns are good, it's enabled me to be a fellow of Perennial, the main charity I support, helping people in horticulture. But why is it so good? Choicy White Dazzler is so good because it flowers twice a year. It has it seems to be exceptionally hardy, um, grows in most soil conditions. In fact, on one of the um, talks I gave, or in fact, Gardener's World, Bob Brown described it as his favourite plant, So, because um, it grows in all conditions, good in soil, of all soils, good in shade, good in sun. So Bob gave it 10 out of 10. Excellent. No, it's been fantastic talking to you, Peter, and uh, getting your insight into so many decades of plant breeding and what's good and what's maybe not so good and what we're looking forward to in the future. Um, so this has been the Hawk Week podcast with plant breeder Peter Moore and I'm Hawk Week editor Matthew Appleby. And make sure you never miss a Hawk Week podcast. Subscribe to or follow Hawk Week podcasts via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts or your preferred podcast platform. So once again, thanks to Peter and goodbye till next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.